Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. As they win it here in Super Bowl 54. Well, that was um very unenthusiastic commentary. By Joe Buck. Well, <laughs> the, the Chiefs, Chiefs have are done it. Super Bowl champion. Like Dude, come on. But the Chiefs, for the first time in 50 years, are Super Bowl champions. But Yeah, like when Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Every time Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, Tom Brady and the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Oh, like this one, what was it, 51 when they came back and won? Yeah. Like, I, I can't stand Joe Buck. I mean, the Chiefs even had to come back in this game. Like, I can't, like the Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. I can't stand He does it in football. He does it in baseball. It's because he's not good. Like when the team wins World opinion. Series, and they've won the World Series. Like, dude, like do your job good. Literally. Like Will just said, but uh, the Patriots won. That's Blake Shelton. That that was the national anthem. <laughs> and oh advertisement cuts me off, but you guys get what we mean. Yeah, we get that. You heard the anti-zone. So. I want to get your thoughts on the Super Bowl. Um, Fortnite had the game won. Mm-hmm. They were up twenty to ten with what eleven minutes left. Yeah, they um, they gave a big plays. They gave up a forty-four yard throw to Tyree Kill. Uh, they stopped running the ball while being up by ten. Uh, they gave up a big play to Sammy Watkins. That was thirty-eight yards. Uh, 49ers stopped using outside run in uh, play action. Uh, went to dropbacks on second and five. Uh, Kyle Shannon, Shanahan outcoached himself. They had this game won. Mm-hmm. And also Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, okay game, I guess. I mean, 219 yards, touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, had the chance to win the game, brought the uh, 49ers from their own 15 to the Chiefs. Uh, I think it was 45. Threw three incompletions and was sacked on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they stopped the run. They should have kept the run. They were up by 10 with six, we'll say 11, no, six minutes left. They should have kept running the ball. Yeah, I agree. But um, I do want to say that I personally do not think Patrick Mahomes should have won MVP. No, Damian Williams should have. Oh, yeah. He he carried them. I think at 120 yards. And what, two touchdowns? 130? I think it was like 132 yards, if I remember correctly. I probably didn't, but. His touchdown basically won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's fortunate for the uh, 49ers. Uh, the season they had... Uh, unfortunate, for, unfortunate for me, too, because I put down $0 on this game. <laughs> no, but I had them winning, so congratulations. You're now 2-0 and in competitions. <laughs> They're not, you know, they just... <laughs> they had the game won, and yeah. they just took the foot off the gas. And uh, what the Chiefs were able to do in the playoffs, they were down against the... Um, the Texans they were down against the uh, Titans. They were down against the 49ers, and they came back and won all three games. Yeah. When they're down 24 nothing versus the Texans, I was like, another choke job by the Chiefs. They came back and won. Okay. Mm-hmm. Down to the Titans. Another choke job by the Chiefs. Came back. Came back and won in the Super Bowl again. Um, But, you know, congratulations. It's almost like the NFL's rigged or something for the Chiefs. Probably is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fucking scripted. Yeah. Um, But I'm happy for Andy Reid. No Are you beat. not sports entertained? <laughs> <laughs> no, me being an Eagles fan, I'm I'm happy for Andy Reid. Um, I was happy to see him finally win. For, you know, we couldn't do it in Philly. 
because he has a quarterback that likes to puke all over himself, Donovan McNabb. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm happy for Andy Reid. He deserves this. And I'm yeah. happy he finally won the big one. Yeah, and now speaking of your Eagles, they seem to be a potential landing place for Amari Cooper. I wouldn't mind it. They need a receiver because I don't because Alstron Jeffries. I think you were gone when uh probably I tweeted that Alstron Jeffrey deleted everything Eagles from his Instagram. Did he really? Yes. Yeah, he's gone. I hope so. I mean, Amari's Coop- as gone as the Eagle references. <laughs> I hope <laughs> I hope so because I think Amari Cooper would be a much better addition than Alstron Jeffrey. Alstron oh, Jeffrey has injury problems. I would definitely bring Amari Cooper in, but we'll see. Could you imagine the two games between the Eagles and the Cowboys if Amari Cooper goes to Philly? I would love it. I really would. They need a receiver. Yeah. Uh, but speaking with the Cowboys, Deck Press, uh, Prescott asks for more than $33 million from the Cowboys. Cowboys offered him. He said, I want I want more. Wait, hold on, hold on. So I'm j- let me get this. I'm just making sure I heard you correctly. Yes. He said he wanted at least 33 He got it. Yeah, they wanted And then declined it. Yeah, he wanted more. Well, I know what I would do with the Cowboys. I'll just take a walk. I was going to say something else. but what? I was going to be like, franchise tag. Enjoy your 27 or whatever yep, t- it is. Take a walk, pal. Take a walk. Yeah, get it somewhere else. New England will give it to you. Just kidding. Tom Brady's coming back. Or at least that's what it looks like from that Super Bowl ad. See, that's what I actually wanted to talk about because all he said in the commercial said, I'm not going anywhere. Is he returning to New England or is he going somewhere else? I think he's returning to New England. You think so? He said he's not going anywhere. That's, he, he that's did, true. He did specifically say to his fans, which majority is New England. That is true. But and uh, if he goes somewhere else, he's going somewhere. Yeah, he was at the uh, Conor McGregor fight and he talked to the um, Raiders owner for 25 minutes. Maybe they're just good buddies. Yeah, but uh, no one really don't, don't don't tell me that. I Tom Brady will always be a Patriot. <laughs> and there was also rumors of him uh you know, Dolphins probably talking to him. Dolphins have offered him to um have owner owner majority of the Dolphins. Majority owner? Yeah. Like after he's done he can oh, be okay. he can be owner of Dolphins. I thought you meant like as he's playing. Then um also there was rumors, which I don't know if it's true, that they brought Landon um uh Oh, Titans with uh, Tennessee, and they were him and his son were checking out schools, which that came out as false. All right. Um, but the Patriots did offer him. They said they would offer him thirty million to stay. Good, He's but worth it at forty three. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, if he stays, I, I think the Patriots need to bring in weapons for him because you're how frustrated. Uh, yeah. He just kept going to Julian Edelman all year. And they he needs, Tom Brady is a tight end quarterback. Yes. He needs a good tight end, and he didn't have any this year. He had, he had tight ends. They just they're no, they were nowhere near Gronk. Yeah. Nowhere near what Aaron Hernandez was. If Aaron Hernandez didn't get into trouble outside oh, of football. Him and Gronk, uh, could oh, Could you my imagine God. how dominant the Patriots would have been these past, what, Five years. Yeah, it's because it's almost been six years since he... Yeah, something like that. But imagine five seasons with Gronk and Hernandez, assuming they both stayed in New England. Yeah. Think of all the Super Bowls, all the parades. Because that Super Bowl... All the glory. That Super Bowl... That's my uh, spoiled Boston fan coming out. That Super Bowl against the Giants in 2011 or 12, whatever it was, he caught the... uh, He caught... Would have been the game-winning touchdown for the Patriots. Mm -hmm. Then the Patriots lost. 
Yeah, the Giants are the Patriots kryptonite in the Super Bowl. Yes, they are. And the Eagles, but we don't talk about that. I'm just kidding. You talk <laughs> about it. I don't talk about it. Um, all around, I thought it was a good Super Bowl. My boss didn't like it. He said it was a terrible Super Bowl. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? This Super Bowl is so much better than last year. And he goes, I fell asleep during it. I thought it was boring. I was like, I don't know how I thought that was boring. It was a great Super Bowl. I can personally say that I only watched the last, like, five minutes of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I was in Japan, and we were in the process of, like, checking out of the of the uh, capsule hotel as the game was on. Yeah. So we were going through all that. Did the game there? Uh, Jason found a link on his phone. Oh, I was going to say, wow, that's crazy. So we watched, like, the last, like, four or five minutes of the game on his phone, just in the middle of Shinjuku. <laughs> But unfortunate, the uh, 49ers, I think they're going to come back next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Giants bring Freddie Kitchens in as tight end coach. Um, Panthers and Greg Olson part ways, played with the Panthers for nine seasons. Uh, this is interesting. The Jaguars are playing back-to-back games in um, London. First team to play uh, two games outside of the U.S. in a regular season. In a regular season. Um, I don't like it. There's rumors that the uh, Jaguars want to move to London. I'm sure the players don't like that. Uh, I think it's a terrible idea. I know they're trying to... Uh, they've been doing this London games for, I think, since 2008. Was that 12 years? Um, I don't like the London games. I'm sure the players don't like it. The traveling is ridiculous. Now, if you move a team to London, that's... I, I don't like it. Uh, that's ridiculous for the traveling. Let's say if you play Sunday, then you have a game Thursday. Um... You're traveling from London, then you're back, you know, whatever day, then you got to play Thursday. That's a lot of traveling. Your team's going to be tired. You know, you see how the Thursday games usually go. Uh, when a team plays Sunday, they play Sunday, the Thursday game comes, then they're tired. Um, I think it's a terrible idea to, to put the uh, Jaguars in London. Can I backtrack for a second? Mm-hmm. So, apparently the Patriots are irritated by the report that they'll pay Tom Brady 30 Million plus dollars. Okay, I guess they're not offering thirty million at all. So, for, I I happened to see it when I was trying to find something else, and I was Ian Rappaport who made the news about the thirty million dollars. Yeah, but uh, Tommy Curran, uh, NBC Sports Boston person, uh, he uh, countered Rappaport's report, and he said, "And while my understanding is that the Patriots are willing to extend themselves financially to keep him." Belichick will receive no edict from the owner on what to do. The Sunday report that the Patriots were willing to go north of $30 million, presumably for one year's salary to keep Brady, which came from Ian Rappaport, has been a source of irritation for the team this week. My understanding is no parameters have been set. The number is now an albatross to the proceedings, and they will have to get underway soon because the timeline for negotiations is a huge wrench in this process. So... I just wanted to throw that in there. So the Patriots aren't offering thirty million. Ian Rappaport's just uh They might. It just they might. I mean it just saying that there's no parameters set. Yeah. Now if Tom uh never mind because we're going back and track, but whatever, it's a sports podcast. Now if Tom Brady totally forgot if Tom Brady leaves, what do the Patriots do? Do they trust Jared Stidham? Yes. You think so? No. <laughs> They'll, um, they'll probably sign um, mid, upper mid tier quarterback like Andy Dalton for yeah, like a year with have experience and have Jared and Stidham. 
Yeah, and have them start at least at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and maybe do like an 80-20 with um, the uh, veteran in the game yeah. and Stidham. So Stidham gets some reps in too until maybe they're fully comfortable with him as the starter. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, I think the Patriots should have kept Jimmy G way back when. Yeah, and got rid of Tom Brady. As much as I hate to say it, I love Tom Brady. But Jimmy G's proven that he's a great quarterback. Yeah. He, except well, he just Bowl. led his team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But well, um, you can't blame him for a Super Bowl. From Patrick Mahomes basically set everyone up every game in the postseason. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll take this, like, 15, 20-point deficit, and we're just going to come back. We're just, we're mean, just going to give you so this for, head start real the quick. The 49ers defense did get pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yeah, forgot to did. bring that up earlier. Yeah, uh, I had him turn the ball over twice, but, yeah. Sorry, that was funny. Uh, Falcons cut ties with Vic Beasley, was a number eight pick in the 2015 draft. In his second season, he led the league with 15.5 sacks and six forced fumbles. Since then, he has struggled, hasn't been good. Um, I'm sure it'll be a great pickup for someone. He can fit someone's um, scream or stream, whatever the hell it's called. And also, Eric Woodover tied. Why, do, why, why are people bothering me today? Off. Turn your mm. phone on, do not disturb. Do you know how to do that? Yeah, but someone talked about something I don't give a crap about. So that's why you put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Answer them. Um, Eric, <laughs> whatever, why, like, why is everyone bothering me today? You guys can bother me it's Monday through... because they know it's the big return of the podcast that they want to be featured. Son of a beep. Uh, <laughs> Eric Riddle retires from the NFL after 13 seasons, five-time Pro Bowler, 29 career interceptions, five offensive... Uh, defensive uh, TDs, eight forced fumbles, and 1,179 tackles in 221 career games. Played for the Chargers for the first nine. Then also played for the Ravens and Rams. So, question for you. Des Bryant. Yep, I'm getting ready for this. You heard it. He wants or, to come back. Yeah, but not. He, he said he's perfectly fine not being the focal point. He says he, th- he thinks he can do damage as... Um, What's the word he used? Uh, the article he used him as said he would, he would be fine as a role player, and he says still thinks he'd do damage as a role player. But I think it's the only team that he he would return to is the Cowboys. I don't know if he said that. This is what he said. He contacted the Cowboys and said he wants to play for him. Um, no, he's thirty-one years old. Yeah, hasn't been in the league since I mean 2000. You can say 2018, but he didn't play because of the torn Achilles. Yeah, so 2017 was the last year of the NFL. Um, it's 31 towards Achilles. Who knows if he's gonna be the same player like he has been? Um, I think someone should give him a shot and say screw it if you want to be the role player. Yeah, going there in third down. No, going there in second down. Giving to Tom Brady. Going there with Tom Brady. No, going there when you're at the uh, red zone, the goal line, but. Honestly, I even though I said someone should give him an opportunity, I don't think anyone will because they're going to look at his injury pat, uh, the Achilles, and they're going to look at his age. But that's why they wouldn't um, make him the focal point. Yeah. That's why you just be a role player. Yeah, just go in there and third down, whatever. Yeah, second, third down, the number, like, two, three option. Yeah. So depending on what team he goes to, potentially. Eagles, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, would never, he would never put that on jersey on. You don't think so? No. Why does he not like the Eagles? Is there something I'm missing here? Probably because he played for the Cowboys. Yeah, and so did Amari Cooper, and here we are. True, and so did uh, 
the worst signing in Eagles history. One of them, DeMarco Murray. I was so happy oh, when yeah. they signed him. Oh, they're going to get a running back. Terrible. Chip Kelly, thank God you're not in the NFL anymore. <laughs> oh, he fits. He, he's going to fit what I do. Okay. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? He's at home right now, I think. <laughs> I mean, every player's at home right now. Okay, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> except the XFL players. Yeah, but we're talking about the NFL. Yeah, but. But we're talking about the NFL. But. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> but, speaking of which, let's jump into the XFL. Starts today, baby. Yeah, it starts today. Four games this weekend, today and tomorrow. And we d- haven't had a chance to talk about it. But let's talk about all the differences in the rules. Shall we? I'm ready. All right. Scoring rules. Point after touchdown plays. In the XFL, there are no kicked extra points after touchdowns. Instead, teams will have an option to run a play to score either one, two, or three extra points, creating the possibility for a nine-point touchdown. That's pretty dope. A one-point try will be run from the two-yard line. A two-point try will start at the five-yard line, and a three-point try will start at the 10. So if you score a touchdown and then you you put the ball at the 10, you score another quote-unquote touchdown, it's nine points for you. I like that. I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And there's... Someone breaking in. Yeah, it's sort of a weird noise. Um, There's some game rules, right? Um, There's a... you, You can have a double forward pass, which can create a unique set of plays. Mm-hmm. But the only t- time that's allowed is if the first forward pass is behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So that whole lot of possibilities there with the f- double forward pass. Yep. And then um, let's see. Kickoffs. Are they just... There's a different um, definition for a catch. Receivers only need to have one foot or any other part of their body cannot contact the ground in bounds instead of two feet in the NFL. So that's different. Uh, kickoffs. The, oh, this one, I like this. Uh, the XFL designed its kicking rules in a way to increase the amount of returns we see compared to the NFL. All right. And to make returns safer as well. Kickoffs are going to look very different. To be fair, I'm just reading this article word for word at this point. <laughs> <laughs> On a kickoff, the kicker will kick the ball from their own 30-yard line, but every blocker will be lined up on the opposing team's 35-yard line. The return team blockers will be lined up at their own 30, just five yards away. So there's no full speed running at each other. Yeah. Uh, only the kicker and receiver can move before the ball is caught. So he has to catch the ball before they can move. All right. All other blockers are permitted to move when the ball is caught or three seconds after it hits the ground if the ball isn't caught. Kicks that fly out of bounds or kicks that fall short of the opposing 20-yard line will result in the receiving team taking the ball at their own 45-yard line. Yeah. Touchbacks will result in the receiving team starting at their own 35-yard line. Teams will be required to inform an official if they plan to use an onside kick, meaning they cannot surprise the opposing team with an onside kick. Damn. So that's so they're trying to make this better than the NFL. Yeah. There's also new punting rules, too. 
Um, punting rules have also been changed to entice coaches to go for it on fourth down. All punts that result in touchbacks will be placed on the receiving team's 35-yard line. Punts that go out of bounds will also be placed on the 35 or wherever the ball went out if it occurred before reaching the 35. Uh, the punting team may not cross the line of scrimmage before the ball is punted, Yep. which should reduce the amount of fair catches significantly. And there are no coaches' challenges in the XFL. All oh. reviews will be initiated by a replay official. Mm-hmm. Via the XFL, here are a list of reviewable plays. Plays involving possession. Plays involving touching of either the ball or the ground. Plays governed by the goal line. Plays governed by the boundary lines. Plays governed by the line of scrimmage. Plays governed by the line to gain. Number of players on the field at the snap. Game administration. Penalty enforcement. Proper down. Spot of a foul. Status of the game clock. Disqualification of a player. This list is this list of reviewable plays is identical to those of the NFL prior to 2019. Wow, that's they're really trying to compete with the NFL. Yep. And you think? Oh, go ahead. You think they can? You think the uh, XFL will last better than the AAF? Yes. Or you think it will this yes. time? Uh, they'll at least finish the season. I hope so. <laughs> um, I. <sighs> we we got more too. So. If you want me to continue, or if you want to make any comments so far, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of liking these rules. All right, ready, ready for the overtime rules. Mm-hmm. So the XFL has devised a completely new format for overtime, which is comparable to a shootout in soccer. In overtime, each team's offense will have five attempts to complete a two-point conversion from the five-yard line, with each successful conversion being worth two points. The team with the most points at the end of the shootouts is the winner. If one team clinches a win early, the unnecessary remaining rounds of the shootout will not be played. Uh, there will be no coin toss to determine the over order of overtime. The visiting team will always make the first two-point attempt. Makes sense. Yep. And defenses cannot score in overtime possessions in the event of a turnover. So a turnover, no point running back. Mm-hmm. It's irrelevant. Um, pe- there's penalties for the, these overtime shootouts. Yep. They'll be uh, crucial. If the offensive team commits a pre-snap penalty, the ball will be moved back and the play will be reattempted. If the offensive commits a post-snap penalty, the play is considered dead and any score will not count. But makes sense. Yeah. If the defense commits a penalty pre-snap, the ball will be moved to the one-yard line. For a post-snap penalty, the offensive team will have the option to retry the play from the one-yard line if they do not score. Any future penalties committed by the defense in any future round will result in an automatic score for the offense. So you basically only have one warning yeah. of a penalty on defense. This is really interesting. Uh, got two more things. We'll do this one first. Penalties. Uh, the XFL's illegal man downfield rule has been rewritten to make it easier for officials to enforce mm-hmm. no ineligible player ineligible player shall be or have been more than three yards beyond the line of scrimmage until a passer throws a legal forward pass that crosses the line of scrimmage a player is in violation of this rule if any part of his body is beyond the three yard limit i like this and here's a, here, a this is these are the timing rules which i kind of like too ready the game clock. 
The XFL will use a running clock outside of the final two minutes of the second quarter and the final two minutes of the fourth quarter, which I like that idea to mm-hmm. move, it, move the game pace a lot. The final two minutes of the second and fourth quarters is what the XFL refers to as the comeback period. During these periods, plays that end out of bounds or with an incompletion will stop the clock until the next snap. So like the NFL. Um, the clock will be stopped after all other plays that end inbounds until the ball is spotted in five seconds of run off the play clock. Yeah, this is interesting. In theory, this Different. should give an, an offensive team leeway to run plays in the center of the field as they will be able to rush back to the line of scrimmage without time coming off the clock. The play clock is 25 seconds, so shorter play clock, and will begin when the ball is spotted following the previous play. So at least you have the the ball spotted. There will be one official on the field dedicated to spotting the ball in an effort to speed up the process compared to the NFL. And then each XFL team will receive two timeouts per half compared to three in the NFL. And and the halftime break will be 10 minutes. So it's a short halftime too. So realistically, on a good game, could potentially be less than two hours. I like that. Instead of watching a three-hour game. Yeah, so I want to hear any and all thoughts on anything that I just mentioned for these XFL rules. It's really interesting, all these rules, you know, obviously trying to compute the NFL, which, honestly, I highly understand. Um, It's definitely going to take some time to get used to watching this format. It's like, oh, that's a penalty. Uh, 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 This is the XFL. (laughs) But the only only thing, though, is I I will try to keep up with it. I don't know if I will. Yeah. I know it's football. I love football. But I tried watching the AFF or A whatever the hell it was called. I think it was AAF. And I I was watching it. My stepdad and I were watching it, and we looked at each other. We were like, this is stupid. Then two weeks later, bada-boom, bada ba, gone. Yeah, but didn't they... I didn't really pay attention to it, to be fair. But then they just basically have, like, the same rules as the NFL, too. Yeah. Yeah, so the XFL is going to be different. The thing that sucks is no Boston teams or anything. We got New York. The can't, one New York team I'll root for. I can't cheer for New York. Yeah. There's no Philly team, right? I don't think there no, is. No, not that I know of. I'm sure they add more teams the upcoming years, if it lasts. Yeah, hold on. Let, let, let's, you know what? F it. Let's pick our team right now. I'm going to load up the teams, okay? Uh, XFL teams. Okay. I got my team. You do? Yeah. Who's your team? Hold on, it's an advertisement. (laughs) Yeah, good one. Who's your team? I'm looking at them now. It's my team, baby. Sorry. That's my team. We're talking about XFL. Do you want me to read you the teams? Yeah. All right. We got the Dallas Renegades. Nope. No. <laughs> we got the DC Defenders. Mm-hmm. We got the Houston Roughnecks. The LA Wildcats. The New York Guardians. Nope. 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 No. 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 New York. The St. Louis Battlehawks. The Seattle Dragons and the Tampa Bay Vipers. I like the Tampa Bay Vipers. That sounds like a sick name. Unfortunately, there's probably no um, 
Tampa Bay Vipers game during WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, that stadium's going to be a little occupied. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Vince knew it. So he's like, nope. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your last two games are on the road. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says Team 9, so maybe they're expanding soon. I'm going for Team 9. I'm just kidding. It's going to be Boston if it is. I'm going to. Yeah. So who's your team out of the 18? Tampa Bay Vipers. That's a sick name. Tampa Bay Vipers? Yep. I'm going Seattle Dragons. They're my team. Seattle Dragons? Yeah. Oh. Who's playing today? Saturday, February 15th. The Seattle Dragons are facing the Tampa Bay Vipers. Wait, when is it? Saturday, February 15th. Yep. Tonight. I'm just trying to figure out the roster. Who's my quarterback? Figure out who your quarterback is, and I'm going to figure out my quarterback. Hold on. Jim Zorn is my head coach. All right. Oh, that's a name. BJ Daniels. BJ Daniels. All right. Who's John's my quarterback? Oh, there's also Brandon Silvers. Who's the starter? Aaron oh, this Murray. Isn't the, this isn't a depth chart. This is a roster. Hold on. Depth chart. Those jerseys are uh, effing ugly. Brandon Silvers looks like they'd be my starting quarterback. Who is Brandon Silvers? Brandon, who are you? Who's my head coach? Google. Mark Thrustman. Brandon Silvers. Oh, his name's really William. William Brand- Brandon Silvers. Aaron Murray might be the quarterback. I know him. He's 25. He played for the Jets. So that's fun. Aaron Murray played for the Eagles. But he was on the practice squad. Yeah, he was on the practice squad too for me. So this should be fun. Yep. So, John... This will be our third competition. Whoever, whichever team of ours has the better record, well, th- their our score is in their hands. All right. So shake on it. Yeah. Vipers versus dragons. <laughs> I need a Seattle Dragons sweatshirt now. I need a, I need to support my team. You gonna get one? Hell yeah. Let's see what they got. Is there a store here? Yep, I shop. S- yeah, there we go. Shop. Let's see what we got. Seattle, Seattle Dragons. Whole $225 for a jersey? It's a repl- It's an authentic oh, game 75. jersey. Oh, I like this. I'm um, looking at mine. Mine are dope, too. Look like look at this jersey right here. I love the mix of the blue, green, and orange. I like that. That's the youth. I'm surprised the Vipers only have the same color, same colors of Buccaneers or whatever. Just hold on, scroll up to your jerseys. They're ugly. Aw, that's a shame. Your authentic game jersey isn't sold out. My Seattle Dragons is sold out. It is the re- the authentic and the replica. All but the youth jerseys are sold out. So, hmm, I wonder which team has a more popular fan base. Tampa Bay Vipers. I was going to insult myself, and who's more of a bandwagon fan? I was going to point to myself. That's funny. (laughs) Oh, man. Should we just cut to the half? Because we're already 32 minutes in. Holy crapazoid. Yeah, we're going to cut to the half and 
come come back. We're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline. And a lot. Talk about MLB and the whole Mookie Betts fiasco. Mm-hmm. So we will be right back. And we are back. And I just realized we never introduced ourselves this episode. <laughs> but that's okay. You guys should know who you are by now. It's a good start to season two. But in case you're new, I'm Will. This is John over yes, there. You guys should know by now. Yeah. We're sure in it. No full If you're new, thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed so yeah, far. I hope you enjoyed our 30-minute first half without us even telling you who we were. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, John. Yes. Hit us with your hockey minute. Uh, the Blue Jackets over the Red Wings last night, 2 nothing. A while over the Stars, 3-2. And there's been a lot of changes in the um, NHL. Uh, Leon Dreisettle now leads the NHL with 83 points. Ashton Matthews. Uh, surpasses David Pasternak, leads the NHL with 40 goals. Uh, pretty sure uh, Ovechkin's behind him, or the Bolts are with 40 goals. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, 54 assists. Tuka Rask, 2.5 GAA. Uh, Elvis uh, Merizliskins, uh, 0.930 save percentage. Uh, he also leads with five shutouts in the standings. Are still the same. The Capitals are 36-13-5 with 77 points. The Bruins are 33 10 and 12 with 78 points. The Blues are 32, 15, 8, uh, 72 points. And the Canucks rounded out at 30, 25, and 65 points. And that Jesus. is my hockey minute. Jeez. <laughs> um. You, you tearing that page just made me. Really confused. But mm, I ripped when I needed to. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> however, we should mention that since we last recorded, unfortunately, Cody yes, Bryant we almost forgot about it. Passed away. What? Yes, we almost forgot about that. I didn't forget. I, was I did basketball, but yeah, it was unfortunate. Him, his daughter Gianna, and seven others. Yep, passed um, away in that helicopter crash. It's crazy. It still doesn't seem real, to be honest with you. No, I th- I, I was what, two weeks tomorrow now. I was hanging with all my friends. You now, Will, when he was in Houston, texted me and said Kobe died, and I, and I was driving, and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Kobe died," and I thought maybe it was just a hoax. I pulled into a convenience store here in Manchester, and uh, I look on Facebook. Everyone's saying, "Is Kobe really dead? Is Kobe dead?" And uh, you can post anything on Facebook first of all, and people believe you. Yeah. Then I went to the, uh, typed in Kobe Bryant dead and first six articles, seven articles, Kobe Bryant passes away in helicopter crash. And I was like, holy crap. And apparently the uh, TMZ broke the news before families were even notified. Yes, that's, I hate TMZ. They're a trash news company. Yeah, I, I never really pay attention to TMZ. But this one is just like, come on. You're going to release that story about Kobe Bryant before, before his, family knows. his family even knows. It's like, imagine you're Vanessa and you just see that on TMZ. Yeah. It's like, and then you think your daughter's on there too. Mm-hmm. But they don't know that. No, no one else knows that other than you at the moment. I thought it was just Kobe. Yeah. I. But then stories came out. I was like, oh, some reports are like all four of his daughters were on the helicopter with him. But, uh, four, or 
Fortunately, that wasn't the case. Yeah, that been terrible. Still, unfortunately, yeah. won, but it's just, it's just sad. It's just sad news. Yep. Still doesn't feel real. But uh, bring it back to positive news. I'm just kidding. Damian Lillard threw a, 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 fit. A, a very rightfully deserved hissy fit. Yes. About that non-goaltending call. Well, it should have been goaltending. But he, uh, in a post-game interview, he's like, I better not see the refs come out with a statement saying how this should be goaltending. And, hey, John, do you want to know what the, get- the refs came out with? A statement. About? What should have been a goaltend? Want to hear the statement? Yes. So, question. Was Lillard's shot reviewable for a goaltend? And if so, why was it not reviewed? Tiven. No, it was not reviewable since no goaltending call was made on the floor. Goaltending is only reviewable if we actually call it. The call needs to be made for a goaltending to be reviewable. We've since looked at it via post-game video review and unfortunately saw that we missed the play and gold and a goaltending violation should have been called. Yeah, it should have been. I mean, and Eric Walden, which based on his Twitter handle at Trib Jazz, I assume he's a jazz writer for the Utah Jazz, who the Blazers were playing. He, he tweeted that. And then Damian Lillard quote-tweeted him saying, we don't want to hear this punk-ass shit. <laughs> I love it. And um, I saw I didn't re- read the article because, I don't know, I just I gl- glanced at it and I just remember it, that apparently um, Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz agree that something should happen. Um, it's true right now, but... No, so something else could happen. Find the refs. Because the Blazers, they're one spot out of the pl- the playoffs. And instead of being one and a half games back, they're now two and a half yeah. games back. It's just like, it's ridiculous. Like, come on. The Jazz are set. Yeah, in the they're in the playoffs. Yeah. They're like high seed right now. Mm-hmm. The, the Blazers, they're just trying to fight to get in. Yeah. It's just like, Lillard's been going off, averaging like forty-five points. Yeah, he's like he's, he's been doing billion crazy numbers, like over like a six-game span. It's just oh man, this he's on another level. It's just his team's not winning. No, but they they had a really short bench yesterday. They did. They played with seven people total. You know his name I haven't heard in a while is Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. I haven't heard his name in a while. I haven't either. Except for yesterday, when he passed the ball to try to get the win, and then the per- other whoever shot it missed. But it was just unfortunate series of events for the Blazers. So, John, do you want to hit us with some of the biggest trades from the NBA trade deadline? Yes, uh, Cavaliers and Pistons. Granted trade, uh, Cavs acquire Andre Drummond. Pistons receive Brendan Knight and John Henson. Uh, I'm going to read the important ones. There are so many trades. Um, there's a three-team three uh, team. I want to cut you off. <laughs> Sorry. I just saw this about Damian Lillard. Oh, my God. I didn't activate you, Siri. So, in response to that, we don't want to hear this punk-ass shit tweet. Some person who has 500 followers said, 
bro, you're finna get fined big money. And then Damian Lillard quote tweeted him saying, plenty money. <laughs> that was it. We continue. <laughs> uh, Clippers received Isaiah Thomas, but they waived him. Uh, they also received Marcus Morris Sr. Uh, Knicks received Mo Harlan's uh, draft rights to Isaac uh, Sannon. Never heard of him. Uh, 2020 first round pick from the Clippers, a projected 2020 first round pick swap Clippers, a 2021 second round pick uh, from Clippin, uh, Clippers versus Pistons, which that's I really never heard of that uh, Clippers versus Pistons, a must determine record. Um, Where's receive uh, Jerome Robinson? Uh, Grizzlies received Jordan Bell in a 2020, uh, 2023 second round pick swap. Uh, this is a huge one uh, between the Grizzlies and Heat. Uh, Heat re- uh, received Dion, not Dion Waiters. They trade Dion Waiters, uh, Justin Winslow, and our Gurridge Dang to the Grizzlies. Uh, Heat acquired Andre Andre Godala, uh, Drake Crowder, and Simon Hill. This is huge for the Heat. Now I think because before this, there was no teams in the East that were going to compete with the Bucks. I yeah. still don't think there's any teams that will, but now with the Heat adding... Uh, Andre Gondola, Jay Crowder, I definitely think they can contend with the Bucks. Now you're looking at the lineup being um, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robertson, Jimmy Butler, Miles Leonard, Bam Adbio. Uh, coming off the bench is uh, Goran Dragic, Tyler Hero, Jay Crowder, Andre Gondola, and Kelly Olynyk. Um, that team could do some damage. You know, we've seen Andre Andre Iguodala did with the Warriors. He shot down LeBron James, won the finals MVP, three-time NBA champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Crowder can come off, be a, a good bench piece. Um, let's see, we're most important. We're out of the important ones. Uh, Ken Capella got traded to the uh, Hawks with Nene, but Nene got waived. Nuggets received. Uh, I don't know why I ripped the paper, but it's okay. Uh, they received uh, Kita Kita Bates Duop, never heard of him. Uh, Gerald Green, Shabazz Nasir, um, Noah Vellick, never heard of him. Uh, Rockets received Jordan Bell, Robert Covington, a 2024 second round pick from the Hawks uh, versus the Warriors. Uh, Tim Wilson received Michael Bisley, Evan Turner, which I think they waive Juan, uh, Juanico Hernandez Gomez, Jared Vanderbilt, a uh, 2021st round pick uh, from the Hawks via the Nets. There was also, oh, I didn't write it down, um, D'Angelo Russell also got traded. Uh, what was his trade? Wasn't it for Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, Andrew to Wiggins. The to the Tim uh, Yeah, um, D'Angelo Russell traded to the Tim Wolves for Wiggins. Um, also took a screenshot with the, uh, what the Warriors are going to look like now next year. Uh, this could be the potential starting five if healthy. Step. Uh, you got Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Draymond Green, uh, Kevin Loon, uh, Looney. This Warriors team could be back, but Andrew Wiggins, since he's been in the league, he he's been okay. You know, he was drafted number one when he came to the league. People said he was going to be the next great thing, and mm-hmm. ever since he's came in, he hasn't been that great thing. But now being t- uh, Paired up with you know Curry, Thompson, Green, uh, the Warriors could be back next year, but depending if healthy, um, a lot went down. Oh yeah, 
Unfortunately, Celtics didn't do anything. I really think they should have. I really don't. Th- I, I just they need a big man. That. I just, I they well, need I a big man. Fine with Cantor. He, you think he can stop Giannis if they get to the conference finals? Why would you put him on Giannis? If we're gonna put on Giannis, Marcus Smart, have him be a little pest. He would. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they should have done something. Uh, so what big man can stop Giannis? They should have got Andre Drummond. They should have just said to Hayward. I don't Hayward, even think he could stop Giannis. He's too slow. I think he could have. You, Giannis, Giannis is not a beast. I don't. There are days where I don't even think LeBron could stop Giannis. I just don't. I think the Celtics should have done something. I mean, yeah, they, I mean they're playing good right now, but I think come playoff time they're going to regret not getting a big guy. I don't fully agree. We're third in the East. We have, we're nine and one in the last ten. Yeah, but now you're gonna gotta compete with Miami, who made big, uh, big, uh, big deals. Uh, Toronto's still playing good, which I'm really surprised Toronto's even this good. Yeah, I know. Thirty and fourteen without Kawhi. <laughs> I'm. Um, I. Right. How do you think Demar Derozan is feeling? I ripped the goddamn page. Yeah, I know you did. Um, about that they won the NBA championship, or just like in general, it's just like because his team's twenty two and twenty nine right now, and his old team. Yeah, like he. Okay, so he leaves for Kawhi, they win a title, and then they lose Kawhi, and now they're second in the East. Part feels like crap. He got the definitely got the short end of the stick. He definitely feels like crap. Oh yeah, I just thought it was a funny thing to think about. Moving on to baseball. No, hold on. Um, the Rockets. I want to talk about the Rockets. They're gonna be playing small ball now. Yeah. PJ Tucker, six foot nine, is gonna be their uh, center. Yikes. Oh, and and you say the Celtics need big men. <laughs> Yikes, Rockets. Uh, they lost <laughs> last night. They got absolutely clapped by the Suns, one twenty-seven to ninety-one. Uh, Kelly Orbe Jr. dropped a career high thirty-nine points, along with uh, nine rebounds. The Celtics edge past the Hawks, one twelve to one hundred seven. Jason Tatum puts up great numbers, like usual, thirty-two, uh, four and six, a career high in uh, seven, seven threes. The Grizzlies beat the struggling seventy. Uh, sorry, I read that wrong. Uh, the struggling seventy-six, I should say, finally got a win as they beat the uh, Grizzlies, one nineteen to one hundred seven. About time they pick up a win. Uh, Frucan Corkmaz, who? A career high thirty four point six rebounds and a career high seven uh, threes made. Um, Thunder beat the uh, Pistons one 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 oh eight to one hundred. Chris Paul twenty two six and seven. Um, Raptors beat the uh, Pacers one fifteen to one hundred six. Serge Ibaka twenty two and ten. Um, the Wizards edge past the uh, Mavericks one nineteen twenty eighteen after Bradley Beal hit a buzzer uh, buzzer beater twenty nine points. Five rebounds, eight assists. The uh, Jazz beat the uh, should not beat the uh, Blazers. One seventy-two one fourteen. Borjanovic twenty-seven four. And the Kings beat the Heat one hundred five to ninety-seven. Uh, Bagdon Borjanovic twenty-three four and three. I wonder if they're related. Who? These two dudes, you got the same last name. What's the last name? Bogdanovich? Yeah, Bogdanovich. Borjan. They almost got the same legit name. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta look it up. 
Yep. You can uh, bring up baseball when I look this up. Um, where do we start? Let's start with. Sure, bring up the uh, Mookie Betts tree that right now is at a. Uh, I was just about to say that too. Definitely starting. Got to start off with the Mookie Betts trade. So, I Han, I need to reload this article here. Oh, I got rid of it. What the fudge? Let me. Where are you? Mookie no, really Betts. Here we are. So the original trade was going to be the Dodgers get bets, price, and cash all from Red Sox. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox would get Alex Vertigo from Dodgers and Bruzdar Gradaral from the Twins. And the Twins would get Kenta Maeda from the Dodgers. Now it might not happen. Um, It's still going to happen. Uh, the reason was Gradaral's medicals. Yes. The Red Sox reported found something didn't like in his medical report. Yep. He had Tommy John surgery several years ago and a shoulder issue last year and are trying to renegotiate the trade. Specifically, they want additional prospects from the Twins or want an additional prospect from the Twins. As a result, the trade remains held up. Yep. Um, so, Mookie's still a sock. Uh, there's also a back problem with Alex Vardugo. Not only that, I guess back in 2016, I think it was 2015, was in the farm system for the Dodgers. There was a situation where he was with uh, him and two other uh, minor league ball players at the time. Uh, I guess they were at a hotel. Things were getting crazy. And um, I guess this girl was drunk, got beat up by two or three other girls. And uh, apparently Alex Ardugo recorded it, even though he told the Dodgers he was sleeping. Yeah. You know, the girl that got beat up is supposedly got sexually harassed and uh, sexually assaulted by one of the players who's no longer in baseball anymore. Um, so Red Sox like to bring in two guys that are injured. Not only that, one of the guys likes being recording people getting beat up. Mm. Also, the hold up with this Moogie Betts trade is also holding up the Jock Peterson trade. Yes, Jock. He originally got traded to the Angels for Lewis uh, Ray, Stripling. Uh, Lewis uh, Rafo. Uh, yeah, I was looking at a different one. Yeah, but. The reason they made that move was to offset money after acquiring bets in price. Mm-hmm. But if the Red Sox trade falls through, they'll end up just keeping them. So probably so. see what happens if this trade doesn't happen. I'm sure they'll just keep Mookie up until July's trade deadline. In the probably yeah. in front of the Red Sox, you know, trade him for prospects because you're getting two guys. Because this trade obviously is not going through right now. You're getting. Two guys that are injured. The Red Sox got robbed on this trade. Yeah. Um, no, it just sucks as being a Red Sox fan. I love Mookie. He's one of the best players in the MLB. And now to see him possibly another team, it's going to suck. Now the Red Sox are going through this uh, rebuild mode. I just hope it isn't a situation where the Red Sox sold Babe Ruth to the Yankees and we don't see a World Series in the 86 years. But, hey, we got to see four World Series since 2004. If we never see one again. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Pete Rose asked for a reinstatement, cites Astros and steroids. He agreed to a lifetime ban in August of 1989 after investigation of uh, by the MLB by uh, lawyer John uh, Doe. Um, found Pete Rose placed bets on the Reds to win from 1985 to 1987 while playing and managing the team. 
I uh, know I definitely agree with Pete Rose here. No, just bring the guy back, even though he did bet on his team. Um, also, let's speak about the Astros. Uh, the front office, apparently they were working about and said that the front office told the Astros to steal signs dating back to 2017, the year they won the World Series, which is just, this is absolutely blows my mind that the front office went out there and went up to A.J. Hinch, went up to Alex Cora, pulled the players aside, which I don't know if this even happened, and said, steal signs. From now up until the end of the season, steal signs that worked out well for them. They won 105, 106 games, I think, that year. Went on to the World Series. You know, there's one game against the Dodgers in the World Series that they hit, like, six or seven home runs. Yeah. Like, as a front office, you should know not to do that. Now, with this coming out, I, I think this report, they should definitely take away the World Series now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess the Red Sox, the ML Red Sox might not get punished. Shut up. Yeah, the Damn dog. we got a dog outside now. Um, There's a rumor that the Red Sox might not get punished now, but the Red Sox reportedly have hired a new manager. I heard his name on the radio yesterday and completely forgot. Where is it? 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 It is. Nowhere to be found. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Ron Ron Renicky was a bench coach with the Red Sox with uh, Alex Cora, but if the Red Sox did cheat. Let's say if they did cheat, Ron Renicky would have been uh, would have been part of that. Yeah. Um. But like I said, MLB said the Red Sox there's they might not have done it, which I hope they didn't. Because you hear all this talk about the Patriots cheating, now the Red Sox, now what the Celtics are next. Let's hope not. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, Giants bring back fan favorite Hunter Pence. It's a one year deal worth three million worth three million. Uh he won two World Series with the Giants in twenty twelve and twenty fourteen. And I'm not a Giants fan, but the Giants have been a, been going through a rebuild the past couple of years. This is such a weird rebuild. You bring Pablo Sandoval back last year. You bring back a 36-year-old Hunter Pence. Are you guys trying to rebuild? Or are you guys just going ass backwards? Like, what are you guys doing? Um, I know what's going on in San Francisco. We're going to rebuild, but we're going to bring back a 36-year-old player. So technically, we're not rebuilding. They are trying to rebuild his ligaments. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm oh, I forgot to say it. Um, if uh, back to the Mookie Betts trade, if it goes through the uh, potential twenty ten lineup for the Dodgers, Mookie Betts leading off, Max Muncie, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, AJ Pollock, Corey Seager, Will Smith, Gavin Lux, and obviously pitcher because the NL does pitching. And this is a Red Sox lineup, no order. Christian Val- uh, Valskas, Mitch Moreland, Michael Chavis, Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, Andrew Benintendi, Jackie Bradley, uh, Verdugo, and um, AJ Martinez. You know what? I, I don't want to give up on the Red Sox. I really don't. Um, but it's just, it's just tough. I mean, you still got uh, Bogarts, who's one of the top shortstops in this game. Rafael Devers, who's improving each and every single year. Uh you know, you still got uh, J.D. Martinez. The only thing that worries me out here is uh, Alex Verdugo's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he come back be healthy, he could be a key piece. 
Uh, Andrew Benatendi, I think he's still improved as time goes on. Um, but one guy in here, Jackie Bradley Jr., literally can start off crappy in April, then May, June, July. He's on this hot streak, no batting, 320. Then for three straight months, he bats 190, strikes out every at-bat. Then there's a two-month streak when he's batting, you no know, 295 or 300. Then he gets in that streak again. But um, it just sucks that uh, the Red Sox had to move on from Wookie. But, you know, they offered him $13 million, uh for 12 years, turned down, said, give me, I think it was 12 years, th- uh, $300 million, sorry. Then he turned it down and said, no, I want $13,420 million, which is that's absolutely ridiculous to pay anyone to play baseball. Um, no, it's... I just don't want to see the Red Sox go through a rebuild, but maybe they could sneak in as a wild card team, but uh, it's going to be hard for this team to contend, especially against the Rays. You know, the Blue Jays on a rise up, bringing all these amazing players from uh, Vlad Jr. to uh, Calvin Biggio to uh, uh, Bo Bruchette, whatever his name is. Um, it's going to suck being a Red Sox fan for a very long time. Mm, most likely. Uh, but Cal, uh, Claim Bloom said he wants to get these draft picks back. He wants to start a rebuild. I mean, look what he did with the uh, with the Rays. Uh, brought all these pieces in from last year that I laughed at, and the Rays end up making the playoffs. Let's hope that he can do the same thing. If not, then this is going to be a big failure on the Red Sox in in uh, in the future. But who knows? I'm just a guy that talks about sports. I don't do trades, so I could be wrong. He's a professional. I'm not. Right. Sorry. I just got informed of something that I'll tell you off air. Um, right. You have anything else? No. All right. So this has been the debut of season two of Take the Lead. We hope you enjoyed. Yes, I really hope you guys did. Please rate, review, and subscribe for future episodes just like this one. Yes, share with friends and family, guys. Please, please, please. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at William Plisky. You can follow me at John O'Halloran on uh, John O'Halloran. It's been a long time, guys. It's been a while. He's, he's got to get in the groove of saying his alternate ats again. Uh, you can find me on Instagram if you want to, John O'Halloran15, O-H-A-L-L-O-R-A-N. My Twitter is under bar John, under bar O'Halloran. If you want to f- watch my YouTube videos, same thing, John O'Halloran, backslash YouTube. There's a ghost. F- fun fact, if you ever want someone to smell your farts, <laughs> just just ask if you s- if anyone else can smell smoke after you let one rip. Just going to let you know. Oh, that's great. <laughs> if you follow the show on both Twitter and Instagram, at TTLpod. This is Will signing off for John and I. Yes. And we will see you Tuesday. Goodbye, folks.